Good afternoon. It is Monday, November the 1st, and I'm sitting down uh, this afternoon with Jim Griffin, uh, the new uh, City of Scottsville building inspector. And uh, Jim, I appreciate you coming and stopping by. We uh, It's kind of a, a crisp fall day today, isn't it? A little nippy this morning? Yeah, a little nice. Yes. So basically, I'm just going to ask you a little bit about your background uh, you know, what your professional background is, and uh, just, you know, we just go from there. Sure. As um, far as background, uh, grew up in the Alvaton area and uh, had to move away to Georgia for a little while and uh, have always been in the construction field and uh, moved back to Glasgow where I work full-time as the building and electrical inspector there and uh, just glad to help Scottsville get started and in uh, the right direction as far as building inspections. I appreciate it because I know you will wear a lot of hats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's uh, only 24 hours a day in the day, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I do appreciate you taking the time. You know, it, we, it was a conversation we started uh, with James Jackson, uh, I guess. Um, he's our state building inspector. And we, you know, one thing led to another, and we got to meet. And, uh, you know, and I think you work with a lot of uh, some of the contractors here locally in Allen County. So it was a, it was a, uh, I do. Nice fit. So uh, just kind of, uh, you know, what is basically your philosophy uh, on building codes, ordinances, and permits, stuff like that that we're working toward? Yeah. Uh, building codes are mainly for, for safety, you know, first. Um, and one of the things that sticks out to me is Scottsville is really growing and uh, needs – somebody to look after that you know and get get started on the right direction the main thing that i would like folks to know is that uh, uh, the building inspections really isn't new for the city of scottsville as far as uh, building codes nothing is new nothing has changed uh, just uh, the way that we enforce it does uh, should have been you know that way the whole time and uh, just mainly looking out for for the people of scottsville well, I mean, a lot of the stuff that you're looking at is already ordinances that are established on the books. Right. It's a compliance issue. It's a time issue. I mean, you know, you take, uh, you know, uh, if you're a building inspector of the whole county and so forth, the city, it's, and with all, like you said, with all the growth and expansion going, it's hard to, to maintain that and uh, to organize that. And I think that, you know, with the way we are growing, especially out 231, uh, our existing downtown uh, structures and so forth, with a lot of the remodeling and so forth, we're just looking to make sure that everything is done done by code, by ordinance, whatever, and but it's safe uh, for the residents, the business, customers, the owners built, and building uh, owners and landlords. And I think that uh, you had a community forum meeting the other night. You and Jamie Jackson were, we were guests at that, and you yeah. said it went it went well. A lot of uncertainty at the beginning, but how you know? But you worked through that. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of questions about uh, when and when not uh, to get a permit, when a permit was needed. Um, you know, we had, do we need a permit to paint? Uh, you know, some some funny questions, but uh, the best thing to do is, uh, if you're unsure whether or not you need a permit, you know, is just call uh, planning and zoning here at the city of Scottsville and kind of run it by them what you're, what you're wanting to do, and uh, they'll be able to help you out and steer you in the right direction. But uh, like I said, it's, it's, uh, the codes are not new. Uh, you know, it's just for... Uh, the safety of, of everybody in the city of Scottsville and and to move forward and prepare for the growth. You don't want uncontrolled growth. 
and uh, I'm sure the people of Scottsville want the city to continue to look uh, good as the years go by. Yeah, I think that, you know, in, in that, uh, so the biggest, thing, I think, a biggest objective that we are going to try to achieve is education. We're educating uh, those folks that, uh, that ha- would have a stake in this. And, you know, and, and, and I guess you, you hit on it there. Not every situation requires a permit, but you do need to, uh, re- uh, I guess, consult with planning and zoning, and in turn they're going to consult with you. You've, you'll make that determination, right? <laughs> right, yep, yep. Um, the building code is pretty clear about, uh, you know, most scenarios of when a permit is needed and when it's not needed, and, and uh, we try to work with people, you know, the best that we can. Uh, we're, we're not here to hinder anybody for sure, uh, and hopefully to educate and just to get everybody on the same page. And I think that's the, the consistency uh, of everyone involved, uh, contractors. Everybody is going to be on the same page uh, following the same rules and regulations, or at least the ones already on. But make sure that it's, it's equitably applied to everyone. Right. Right. Yep, it applies to everybody just the same. Yeah, and I think that's a big, you know, we want to make that clear. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, uh, and, and like I said, I, and I keep saying this, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to actually come over here and be a part of, of this growth and uh, moving forward uh, in the uh, the right direction. Um, wh- you know, as far as a building inspector said, what what can what can the the city expect from you? As far as what can your land, what 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 exactly can we expect from you? As far as you know, are you going to be like you're going to be seen around town, different places? I mean, like looking at uh, different structures. So, uh, so anytime new construction is done. Uh, that's definitely a time when a permit is needed. So if you see new construction, you're liable to see me around uh, poking around the building and and checking it out uh, as it's being built. Uh, I come look at the foundation before it's uh, poured with concrete and uh, come look at the framing and uh, at least one other time, but most of the time it's three to five uh, trips per building. And, uh, you know, just trying to get... uh, the way I feel about it is Scottsville's trying to get together a team of people. Sure. Um, you know, like I said, my my uh, my nine-to-five job, I guess you could say, is with <laughs> Barron County. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we're just trying to get to a point to where uh, we feel like Scottsville is under control and uh, headed in the right direction. But definitely we'll, we'll be seeing me on the new constructions, and any time that you uh, are remodeling, uh, as far as a commercial business, the residential, it's a, uh, it's a uh, little bit different. That's why I say it's it's really hard to explain. You know, somebody asked me that the other night. When and when do I not need a permit? And mm-hmm. it was, it was hard to explain that. So, you know, I hate I'm not trying to pawn that off, but I really feel like the best thing to do would be to call exactly uh, planning and zoning and and tell them what you got going on. And and uh, if you do, they'll steer you to me, and I can help you out and. And go from that point. You've actually talked. We've actually talked about uh, some type of small, like a cheat sheet or some type of instructional flyer. I mean, not anything elaborate, but it's just an outline of you know. The first point of contact is the planning and zoning uh, depart- uh, office, and that's of course Shelley King. And then at that point, it you know it has a process to move forward. Uh, I think the the remodeling part. I think was the people. There were a lot of anxiousness about that. You know, of course, you know if they move a wall. Uh, a weight-bearing wall. I mean, obviously, that's right. going to require. Uh, I think 
Me personally, if I was in that business, I would want to talk to you before I did anything anyway. Yes, yes. That's the best policy is to just make contact with me first. Uh, one of the things that not a lot of people think about, and it just really does make common sense, but, um, you know, if you got a, let's say you have a, uh, an assembly occupancy, which is a restaurant, uh, something of that nature, <clears throat> and you uh, and you have uh, two stories with a different occupancy above, um, we have to separate those, make sure if a fire starts in one, uh, it doesn't spread to the other. You know, and a lot of the older buildings around the uh, squares all across Kentucky, um, you know, have to be addressed uh, specifically. And, uh, you know, not a lot of people think about that. Well, you know, if you had a, a renter move out and they were a lawyer's office, you know, let's say, and uh, now we've got a consignment shop coming in. Sure. Two different types of occupancies, mm -hmm. and uh, the building code addresses each one differently. So, uh, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll have to, uh, you know, do a little construction, and sometimes you won't. Uh, but like you said, the best thing to do is to... to Run it by me. Well, and the thing is, okay, that brings up a point. For instance, if I go in and I don't talk to you and I start remodeling, then you come in. Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot harder to make that right. <laughs> like for instance, say it, say I go in and I do a couple things, and then you come in after the fact and I've done something that one doesn't meet code, so forth. Right. Then in order for the and they don't have a permit, they're going to one have to go back start the permit process, and I, and that's going to possibly shut down the job. Right. I mean, that's a possibility always, possible. right? We try not try to. Try not to do that, right. Uh, unless there's some major stuff that we have to go back and sure. do. You know, we don't want to do that. We don't want to hinder anybody. Exactly. We want to help. Uh, you know, a lot of inspectors get a bad name yeah. uh, because it looks like we're trying to hinder. But, right. uh, you know, if there's a possibility we can keep construction moving, mm -hmm. we want to. Uh that's not what we intend to do, but, uh, you know, we'll back up and uh, we'll get together and get it sorted out as fast as we can. But like you said, uh, it's easier to uh, uh, to ask permission than it is forgiveness. It, later, it is. Uh, cost you. And we, I agree. We don't want to do that. And I think that, you know, there may be, you know, it, once you get into the process, I mean, you know, that's like getting the cart for the horse, yeah. really. And I think that – so that's basically – and this is what we're going to do. We're, you know, we're – we're planning an edu and just like the community forum the other night is, is a great example of com uh, community education of what we're trying to do, and I think that once I guess once you all talk to the people there and explain to them, I think everybody left there with a whole different viewpoint and a, a real a pretty good taste in their mouth about what you all yeah. were trying to do. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, scared, sure, <laughs> scared folks, you know, and yeah. I, and I can't blame them, you know. I, like I said, I was hearing all kinds of stuff about. Uh, well, I heard you're mm -hmm. you're going to go by and require everybody to get a certificate of occupancy, right? And that's one thing that that folks need to know is that if you're not doing any construction, and um, the occupancy type of your building has not changed or is not changing, like we were talking about one type sure. of business moving out, another mm -hmm. one moving in, uh, then you're what we consider you know grandfathered in. Right. You might be non-code compliant as you are, but there's no construction taking place, so there's no need for for a permit. Yeah, you know we're not going to come uh, hassle <laughs> sure. you, uh, right? You know, with what you've got going at the time, it's just when things change. So, what's the threshold when it changes into the state inspector? Okay, good question. Yeah. Um, so, local inspectors are allowed 
uh, now I'm saying this generally, right? But uh, are allowed to do 99 occupants and under, okay. and then anytime you hit the 100 occupant, uh, it goes to the state. And um, the the one kind of hitch that everybody uh, comes up with when I say that is, oh well, you know my business will never have that many people in it. But uh, it's it's not about how many employees you have or anything like that. There is a set way in the building code that tells us how to figure uh, the occupant load based on square foot per person. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, uh, if it's a business, meaning uh, an insurance office, a lawyer's office, you know, where you go to get a service and you're not leaving with an actual physical product, right? Uh, then it's 100 square foot per person. Mm -hmm. If it's a mercantile where you're leaving with something, you know, a product, something sure. that you've bought, it's 60 square foot per person. Um, assemblies can be, depending on the type, if you have fixed seating, uh, you know, scattered tables and chairs, whatever, it can be anywhere from 5 to 15 square foot per person. Uh, storage areas, 300 sure. square. So it, it's all over the board, and that's how we figure it. There's a table in our code book, and, uh, you know, we go at it like that. Uh, when we have a set of plans uh, brought to me, it takes me hours to sit down with those plans. And, and basically, you know, a local building inspector does the job of an architect. And uh, we look it all over and make sure that what the, what the folks have in mind will meet the building code. You know, if you have a lot of people in a building, you don't want a tiny exit. You know, sure. nobody can get out. we right. got to make sure that we have enough exits. You know, there's lots of things to consider. Like I said, you know, it takes hours to review a set of plans and give them the okay or go back and say, hey, we need another exit or, hey, we need a little fire separation between sure. the top and the bottom, you know, things like that. So um, can't explain uh, to everybody how to be a building inspector, but uh, just to give you an idea of, you know, the different things, it really is a lot of common sense stuff, mm -hmm. uh, but if you're not trained in this, you know, you, it sure. never even crosses your mind, oh, I never thought about that. You right. Know? Well, and you wouldn't expect that in a lot of places. No. I mean, it's all most of it's just you know uh, not knowing, you That's know, right. lack of knowledge, and so forth. So uh, one example, I don't know if this is a hard you know question to, to explain, but what about a mixed use facility in, as far as occupancy? Say for upstairs is a residence, and downstairs is a restaurant. Okay. I mean, those are two separate calculations. I'm assuming. Correct. Yep. So residential upstairs is 200 square foot per person. Um, the assembly, you know, like I was saying earlier, uh -huh. is, uh, depends on how they have their seating laid out. But in general, you c we can look at that as 15 square foot per person. And the first thing we do is that building is treated as one building, and it has to be under nine o 99 occupants to stay local. Okay. If it goes 100 or more, it goes to the state. So, the, you know, when you think about that, we have a mixed occupancy so we're talking about a fire rating on the ceiling of the restaurant to protect mm -hmm. the residential upstairs. You know, folks don't think we we are actually having people who sleep up there, you know, right. and who's there uh, a lot. Whereas your assembly, it's a commercial. Uh, people are in and out. Nobody's sure. staying there overnight. Uh, so we've got exit requirements, and we've got fire ratings to think about. Uh, lots of stuff going on in that one. You have to have a direct means of egress for the residential directly to outdoors without having to go through the restaurant, mm -hmm. obviously. Right. Um, and we have to protect those stairwells or what have you, unless they're on the outside of the building, uh, to give people time to get out of that uh, scenario if there's fire. 
Well, you're vulnerable on a second floor or third floor yes. residence, very mm -hmm. much so. So and all the uh, protection, the, the stuff you're talking about so forth is all about protecting those, allowing them to get to exit the building safely right. if there's something going on on the bottom or top, right. whatever. So, I mean, those things that, you know, you don't think about. Right. Uh, and like we said earlier, it's it's not that the city of Scottsville is coming up with, uh, we're going to start in for you know yeah. going by the building code. We're not reinventing the wheel. No, here. it's 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 always <laughs> been in play. Sure. You know? So, uh, like I said, nothing nothing new, but I think it's mm -hmm. uh, it's new to some. Right, and the, and the thing is, there's always been a building inspector in the county. I think the previous one was Joe Perry, but he was a county more of a, 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 a I guess new construction, mm -hmm. and, and that you know, it, like I said earlier, it, it's hard you know to nail down the whole county, especially with, with a lot of the different things going on. And that that was my objective uh, as the mayor was to bring on a city inspector for the city of Scottsville to address our issues. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, I think you've proven already out of the gate your communication skills are great. People are understand, you know, you have a very uh, uh, good demeanor about explaining things to people. And I think that, you know, once you tell them, like you said, there are a lot of people scared, yep. not sure. And, you know, because they've been doing business like sort of a certain way for 20, 30 years, sure. all of a sudden, whoa, we're having to do things. But really, they're not doing anything that's not really required at a compliance right. level anyway. Right. And it's important for folks to understand, uh, you know, as a building inspector, I work for them. Sure. Uh, and I work for the contractor. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to keep the owner safe. Uh, I'm trying to keep the owner out of court. Right. Uh, I'm trying to keep the contractor out of court and mm -hmm. trying to keep the contractor safe. Uh, so, you know, it just depends on uh, a lot of times on how they view me. You, sure. You know? But don't but, you have some building uh, builders, contractors that call you and say, hey, Jim, can you come look at our stuff? We want to make sure we're good yeah. before we even go f further. Sure. They, See, I think that's, that's important. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that if you know, I think that might become the norm. I mean, mm -hmm. like I said, you've worked with contractors here locally, yep. and they know how you operate and what you expect, and, right. and they know what they're supposed to be doing. And hopefully, that'll spill over to anyone that may or may not be doing what they need to do. And just because, honestly, uh, just out of not knowing, for the right. most part, people just don't know. And I think that you've already gone a long way. Uh, I think that you know, there's been quite a bit of discussion among the community of builders and landlords and owners and so forth. But I think that now that the, that the information has been properly presented uh, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of chatter on social media and all these kind of things, but really, you know, they went to the horse's mouth and I think you uh, did an excellent job explaining that. Yeah. I feel like everybody come out uh, more knowledgeable anyway. Absolutely. And not quite as. And that's going to be an ongoing process. Yeah. Right. Yep. We're going to keep, you know, that's yep. our price to keep going, you know, and I mean, I, I, I was with you that day you were over in town and you, I, I heard you talking to the, the, the building owner and it was pretty impressive how you were, how well, you know, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what needs to be done. These are, and you had a, a I thought an awesome, a grasp of your knowledge. I mean, I you know I don't know about other building inspectors, but I mean it was just you know rattling off what needed to be done, and I think that's important because you you were able to tell them then right then what they were needing to do as opposed to you know well I don't know or right. you know whatever. Well, I won't always be able to do that, but <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going on 18 years in the field uh, of inspections. Um, and, and it's not un, unsimilar to, uh, you know, when I started at Barron County. Mm -hmm. uh, there, were, there had been no uh, county employee building inspector. Sure. So, you know, it's a lot about education. It's about trying to get the right information out there 
And, you know, having people understand that uh, we're, we're not against you. Right. And we're not coming gunning for you. You know, we just, uh, uh, we want Scots, to see Scottsville uh, do good, be ready for growth. And we want our buildings to look good, you know, 20 years from now. Right. And I want to prepare the owners, uh, you know, for for whatever scenario that they might want to use their building in. Right. You know, I want to be able to make suggestions. Hey, you can do this and get by. But uh, when the next renter comes in, you may have to do this. So mm-hmm. if, if we can do this right now mm-hmm. while you're spending money, uh, it'll save you money later. That's awesome. You know, it, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that's important. I think, you know, as a, as a business person and stuff, they, they, they want to know that kind of stuff. Yep. And I think that having someone like you in that position that can give them that kind of advice or even, you know, just a little bit of foresight, mm-hmm. you know, something to think about. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, you know, they're in a different, you know, they, they think about something differently or they don't see or, but in the long run, when you start talking about, well, you know, when they start about, well, a uh, different use at some point, you go ahead and prepare for that now. That's right. And I think that's important. Yep. And uh, so, you know, I, I think, I, I mean, I really appreciate you sitting down with me. I don't know if there's anything else you'd like to add to the conversation. Uh, and maybe down the road we'll have a, sit down and have another conversation and, you know, kind of reevaluate how it's been going. But I really feel like you're off to a, a wonderful start. Well, good. I've, I've enjoyed it so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people have been great, like you said, to work with. There were sure. uh, some scared folks at first, but mm-hmm. I think we got that under control, and uh, I think we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. The building owners I've talked to have been very positive about your approach and how they, and they respect uh, your knowledge and, and your, you know, the way that you conduct your business and yourself. And I yep. really appreciate that. Yeah. So I appreciate it. As I've been talking with Jim Griffin. He is the uh, city of Scottsville building inspector and uh, we'll have more information uh, availability. You can, anything you need to, I guess, ask about, you can always call planning and zoning and then they'll be referred down uh, to Jim. Uh, we will have some additional information and do's and don'ts and so forth on the city website uh, at a pre- hopefully very soon. So, Jim, I appreciate it. You have a good rest of the week, and thank you very much. Thank you.